expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. It's a lovely Thursday evening. In fact, it's still quite bright outside, even though I can see the headlights from the cars and the freeway. The radio station, the Stardusky Studio, actually sits pretty high up um, in South Bellevue, and so you have this beautiful territorial view. And up until probably a few weeks, would you say a few weeks, Tom? Um, it's been pretty dark outside. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, know it's just not. It's just starting to get nice out. Yeah, it's yeah. nice, and so it's it's interesting to be in the studio where now there's light coming in through the windows versus <laughs> trying to see outside the windows into something. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Go well, because in the wintertime it's dark. Pretty dark. Quick. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're you know in South Bellevue there's a lot of trees. We're close to I ninety, so it's you know it's it's a dark area. Yeah. 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 Um, I had a wonderful evening last night. I taught at um, the Residence in Marriott in Seattle, and the class was Bridging Worlds. It was absolutely wonderful. Had a fantastic um, group of people there and had a great time talking to people's loved ones on the other side and answering people's questions. So thank you so much. If you attended that class, thank you for coming. And if you want to attend classes, they're on Wednesday nights, the third Wednesday of every month at the Residence in Marriott in Seattle. So tonight, we're going to shift gears a little bit, and we're going to talk about the fifth layer of the field. It's called the divine plan. Because last week when I was on the air and we were doing medium work, um, almost every caller asked about their career. So the fifth layer of the field is the divine plan. It's about your destiny. It's about your career. And so we're going to talk quite a bit about that. So, Tom, why don't you go ahead and give out the phone number so people can call in and ask their questions about anything, but perhaps their job as well. Certainly. If you've got a question for Marie, give us a call at one 825 8828 That toll-free number one more time, 877-825-8828. Or you can give us a call locally, 425-373-5527. Wonderful. And and so when I'm looking at a person's destiny or their life path or their career, it, it isn't always that every single time I'm going to see for sure what their destiny is. Sometimes that, that does absolutely happen. But many times I'll see what they do, need to do next or perhaps what's blocking them so that they can begin to start to pursue their career. Mm. I may get hey, the next link, the next thing to do. Um, and then other times I can really get a strong hit on something that they would really enjoy and be very, very good at. Because I really believe when you find your destiny, when you discover it, you're naturally talented at it. That's true. Yeah. Well, because you're drawn to it. Right. Just because it's something that you like to do. Right. So you're drawn to it, absolutely. And you're naturally talented at it. So it's something that you don't have to work as hard at. And because you're drawn to it, you're impassioned by it. And you probably work harder at it than just about anything else in your life. (laughs) That's true, actually, because when you enjoy what you're doing, it doesn't seem like work. Right. So like yeah. music and recording and editing is something you absolutely love. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. working with audio, I love doing it. So it's not like work to me. Right. So yeah. you could do it hours 
Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we, we know that Tom is working within his profession. <laughs> but, you know, interesting enough, Tom, when I've looked at you in the past energetically in terms of your destiny, I have seen you going back to school. That actually, uh-huh. I, uh, when I went back to Arizona at the beginning of the month, I talked about doing that with my parents, and I'm applying for Cornish this week. Wonderful! Uh, I didn't know you were going to go to Cornish. That's fantastic. Well, they don't have the uh, they don't have the music program that I want to do at UW. Oh, so, so. Cornish is a, is a wonderful institution. That's what I've been told. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking into it right now, mm-hmm. and uh, I gotta I gotta hustle. And you got to hustle. Right now, I got to hustle right now and get it in gear and yeah, get it going. Please get it in gear. We'll have all the listeners, you know, send you good energy and vibrations <laughs> so you can get that application done and do your interview or whatever you have to do. Yeah. And one of the great things about Cornish or other private schools is that they actually help a lot of their graduates and alumni. In, yeah. And so there you get kind of a nice shoe in, if you That's will. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and plus I, th- I would kind of rather go to a school like that, like the school that I attended for audio engineering as well that's very focused on what you want to do. And what you want to so, do. Wonderful. Because I do better in that kind of an environment. Wonderful. So. so you're following your destiny. Apparently. Congratulations. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so the fifth layer of the field is approximately about five and a half feet away from your physical body. It makes up a section of your aura. It's about a foot in width. It is cobalt blue. So it's this beautiful blue color. And it's called a structured field. So as beautiful linear... Um, lines that run in vertical and horizontal patterns. Um, So it's structured. Like I said, it looks like mesh netting in one way. Some people see it that way. I don't necessarily see it that way, but um, many people have described it that way. And so when we look at the the divine plan or, or our destiny, one of the things that we find out that's really important about destiny is speaking your truth. Because it, your destiny is something that sings to your heart and it ignite, ignites you and feeds you with passion. And so when you speak your truth, you actually empower yourself, which means that you also send energy to the divine plan. And, hmm. and so being honest and clear about your thoughts and your feelings and who you are help a person to discover what their life path may be or even their destiny. That makes sense. Yeah, good, good. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Okay, we've got uh, Cindy on the line from Seattle. Hi, Cindy. Hi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good. So what can I do for you? Well, um, I've always, I've worked in elementary schools, and I was a teacher for nine years. Mm-hmm. And currently I'm working at a dentist office because mm. um, I got burned out from teaching. Right. Um, it was one of those jobs where I just kept working, 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 because I've always thought of ideas, and it was sort of never stopped in my head. And after work, it, it kept running through my head, and so I really burned myself out. Right. So I've tried travel agency. I worked at a doggy daycare for a year. Um, everything now is kind of like a year and then I kind of get antsy and want to try something new. Right. So currently I'm working at a dentist office part time. And then I also have my own dog business where I walk dogs and pet sit dogs. Nice. I'm not sure if it's what I'm utilizing my potential. Right. Well, I'm so proud of you for trying so many things, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of people get stuck and, and they get scared and they figure, oh, I have to make this amount of money and I can't try all these other things. Right. And, and how else can you figure out like, nope, I don't want to do that. Nope, not that one either. Mm-mm, right. No. And so that's what you've been doing is going through that process of elimination. What I'm about to tell you, are you sitting down? I'm lying down. Okay, good. <laughs> Because teaching really is a big part of you. It's huge. Now, but here's the thing. You Uh can teach in so many different ways. You don't have to necessarily 
teach an elementary or a primary school, right? You right. can actually create your own curriculum of what you would want to teach to perhaps adults, actually. Mm. And what I look at, you are a born teacher, by the way, in my mind. You're Aww. incredibly creative. You are, you inspire people. And I think for most people who work in the educational system, it is a burnout job. It's mm-hmm. very much like nursing and other careers. It's very hard, takes a lot of hours. And, and actually, I think teaching's a little worse because you have all this prep and planning and grading to do right. when you are home, right? So, right. So let's say that if you decided to teach or guide, because we can use different language, because every time I say the word teach, you uh-huh. should see your energy. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said, are you sitting down first? Because, oh, funny. because you, it's like your body wants to throw up when I say the <laughs> word. And, and so sometimes it's important to choose different language, okay. right? Um, when one of the things that I learned about myself is I did not like the word support and I definitely know how to support many other people, but I always haven't been great at letting people support me. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason why I didn't like it is because when, when I was young, uh, my family, um, at times would have to go on public assistance and get food stamps because my mom oh. raised five of us all alone. And, um, and so that to me sounded like support and that was kind of an embarrassing, uncomfortable experience. So I hated the word. Uh-huh. So I had to find new language <laughs> and, you know, I'm a woo-woo lady, so I pick some celestialine type words to <laughs> to help me let people um, be in my life in a supportive way. So your job is to find new language that's similar to teaching, but like a guide, you okay. know, a coach, um, someone who offers wisdom. And, and what I would love for you to do is start meditating on what it is that you would, what inspires you that you would love to share with other people. Maybe the word sharing. You know, because mm-hmm. true teaching, as you know, is is a collaborative experience. You know, right. I think this, that's the fun part about it for me. Exactly. I think the students are just as much educating the teacher if the teacher allows that to happen. Yeah. Right. And then uh-huh. it becomes a magical experience. Right. Right. So your homework assignment is to really sit down and write down all the things you love about sharing. Okay. Because we'll take away the T word, and and then mm-hmm. think about the things that you would really love to inspire people about. You know, you're, you are incredibly kind. You're very compassionate. And these are skills that some people are really searching to learn and to have in, in their repertoire of life skills. Um, so I think, I actually think it's teaching, but here's the deal. I think it's your own business. Mm. I think it's you picking the venue wh- where you want to teach, uh-huh. charging the rate that you want to teach that appropriately, um, you know, uh, sends you resources. So that's what I think. Okay. Wow. It hits a Go. lot of areas, but I I can see a bunch of ideas coming together. Right. And and you know this whole thing that about the animals that you love mm-hmm. that could be a whole other aspect of teaching or um excuse me sharing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because you right. love animals. Animals actually really love you. You have a good response with them. So maybe you'll um, share some classwork with that on oh, multiple great. levels because you also have a strong spiritual side to you that you haven't completely um, embraced as mm-hmm. of yet. You know, you're, you've dabbled into it, mm-hmm. so to speak, but you haven't really embraced it. And I believe that will be a big part of your sharing. Okay, great. Okay, so well, thank you so much for you're sharing. You're welcome. And keep me posted. I would love to know how, how you do. I really think the rest of this year, you're going to be figuring it out. And I'm even hoping before the end of the year that you, you know, maybe start to send out flyers or notify people, or maybe you'll create a website or do something concrete to mm-hmm. get you um, moving in this direction. And I think it will go very well. Okay, great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for coming uh-huh. in. Bye. Alrighty. Bye-bye.
And so why don't we go ahead and go to our next caller on the line. Okay, we've got uh, Jazz on the line from Des Moines. Hi, Jazz. Hi. Hi, how are you? Fine. Good. What can I do for you? Yeah, I was calling to ask was, when do you see us moving in our new home? Uh-huh. And um, the business that I'll be doing there on the side, because mm-hmm. uh, I will building three. So the two businesses, will mm-hmm. it be good? You mean, will the businesses be successful? Yes, yeah. successful, sorry. No, 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 that's a that's a great question, and that's a great word. Here's the interesting thing about you and your partner, because are you married, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, is that I think the two of you tend to be a little bit negative. Is that true? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> because as soon as I, I start listening to you on the phone, you know, my vibration goes down just a little bit. And And when you're wanting to co-create, when you're wanting to manifest something like, this beautiful new home that, that, are you building it? Yes. Yeah, okay, so this beautiful new home. Because we've been having trouble with the um, the Des Moines, uh, city of Des Moines, right. and then um, the um, architect. Yeah, Well, and that doesn't really surprise me, because where we vibrate our energy is also how we're attracting life experiences. And so when we tend to be kind of negative or not very optimistic about our life circumstances and even if we complain about them which is what I'm also seeing happening then we actually that's how we're attracting what we're manifesting based on that so you're attracting more complaining more negativity more stops and so here's what I would recommend for the next 90 days because I think that's how long it would take to get things to really shift in a positive direction Mm-hmm. I do think you're going to start to see some right away, some subtle shifting. But I think in 90 days, you're going to start to see a major more shift in a direction. And so you and your husband need to speak positively about situations, even if they haven't manifested as of yet the way you would like them to. Okay. So do you know how to do that? No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so let's say that you have businesses. Let's say that the new home is done. And that you Mm -hmm. absolutely love it. And maybe there's, you know, like I love trim and molding in houses. That's something Mm -hmm. that makes me very excited. So maybe there are things that you like. Maybe you like stainless steel appliances or you like certain types of lighting. And so what you want to do is pretend as if all of that is done, that the building's done, that the things that you like are in, and that you're in gratitude and in joy and excitement about these things as if they're already there. Okay. Because that okay. means you're you're connecting to that positive energy. The same thing about the businesses, that they're bringing in the revenue that you want, that you're having fun with them, and that they're not too hard because you two work so hard. Did you know that? Yeah. You guys work so hard. And so I think yeah. you have this kind of ethical thinking that in order to succeed, you have to work incredibly hard. And I have a girlfriend, and uh, her name is Janet. Oops, I don't know if I was supposed to say her name. At any rate, uh, my girlfriend, um, Janet, uh, one of the things I tell her all the time is that I hope to um, work less and create more wealth. And, and yeah. she, she, we laugh about it all the time. I know that's something that she's also working on as well. And so it's time for you and your husband to work less, have more wealth, and have more free time and fun. And so you're going to have to kind of change the, the thought patterns about working really hard because um, it looks very generational to me. It goes back a long ways on both sides of your families. And as long as you maintain that belief system, you're going to have to work really hard. Okay. Okay. So, I understand. Okay. So, All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Great. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
So before we continue on our conversation, why don't we go ahead and um, repeat those phone numbers, Tom? Okay. If you've got a question for us, give us a call at one 825 One more time, that toll-free number, 877-825-8828. Or if you're locally in the area, give us a call, 425-373-5527. You know, this whole idea of thinking positively and thinking about what you really want, I think some people don't realize how important it truly is. But mm-hmm. it, it is the main way that I've been able to receive and create many of the things that I have in my life now. I think because of my focus and not feeling disappointed or disillusioned or yeah. in fear. Well, it seems silly to me that people have a hard time doing it because it's really like, you know, imagine what you would like to do. Right. Everybody's got an imagination. But you're a little bit younger than most of us, and so you're <laughs> in a slightly different generation. Uh, no, I'm not kidding. Uh, and, and so maybe positive thought is more a part of your generation where uh, it isn't necessarily been a part of mine or others. You uh, know, it's we were kind of taught to worry. If you worry about everything, yeah. then you've covered it all, and then you'll know what to do when bad stuff happens. And, and so that type of thinking actually slows down the progress of co-creation. And one of the things I've, I've noticed with, um, with one of my other friends, Mary Lee, who actually answers the phone for all of us. She's in the studio tonight. Thank you, Mary Lee. Uh, she has been working on creating her destiny or figuring out what it is for, oh, six years? Is it six years, Mary Lee? Oh, seven. Okay. So she's mouthing to me because she's in the sound turn, booth. Turn your mic on. <laughs> it's seven years. Seven years. Was it driving you crazy? It was driving me crazy every day. <laughs> you heard about it every day. Yeah, pretty much every day. And of course, you know, I was pushing her a little bit too about it as well. A lot. Yeah, okay, a lot. And and when you, you know, I, I know it seemed like every year you probably got a little piece of the puzzle and a, a little piece of the puzzle, but what most recently sticks in my mind, I was thinking about this as I was driving to the studio this evening, is that you said to me um, that you just wanted to help people. You said, I, I want to be like you. I want to help people. And, and I said, well, you know, I actually do what I do because I love it. Mm-hmm. The fact that I, it, I get to help people is the icing on the cake, and I, I'm grateful, and it's an honor. But I actually do what I do because it's fun for me. And that was amazing for me to hear that. Yeah, it shocked mm-hmm. you. Absolutely. Right? Right. And then I reminded you that I liked being a nurse because I actually like giving shots, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you know, and of course, working in the hospital and taking care of people is helping people. But I liked the whole scientific part of taking out a suture or pulling out a line or cleaning it, um, a central line. I liked that part of it. And that's why that's how you want to look at your destiny. It's something that gives you pleasure that you find joy in. And so now that you've figured yours out, what does it feel like? It's amazing. I'm, I don't have enough hours in the day. I'm so excited. It's, it's like falling in love, only I'm falling in love with my destiny and my With your career, job. My job. Yeah, and you're so cute. You call me and you go, okay, I got to go to work now. I can't <laughs> talk now. <laughs> I have no time. You have no time. And, and you're getting business every day. Every day. Everywhere I turn around, it's just amazing. It's right. just coming from everywhere. Right. Yeah. So that's exactly what it's like. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mary Lee, for you're answering welcome. those questions well, Thanks for us. helping me with it. It was a long a long haul. <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely my pro- my absolute pleasure. Thank you. So it looks like we have another caller on the line. Is that true? We do. Oh, great. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phones? Okay. Caller, you're on the air. Hi. Hello? Hmm. Caller? Yes. Oh, hi. Hi. What can I do for you? Well, I have left a job that wasn't a good fit, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering what you see for a future. Okay. Um, for my job in the time frame that that might happen. Okay. And so do you want to change careers completely? Probably, yes. 
Good. I, I actually think that's a really great idea. A lot of people think that they're supposed to, you know, some people think, well, if I just put a new plat, a plant in my office, or maybe if um, I now get the corner office with the window, or, you know, ultimately some people then just start to take antidepressants, you know, because they're so unhappy walking into the building, you know, that they've been walking into for 10 years, and they're mad at themselves for not liking their job. But that's really a sign. That's a positive, wonderful sign that it's no longer a fit. Um, here's, what is your name? I'm sorry. Chris. Hi, Chris. Um, here's one of the things that I see about you. I think that you're a rather complicated person. Is that true? Well, I can be. Yeah. And so and when I'm in your body, I'm in your mind quite a bit. So there's a lot of thinking going on. I think you're a fantastic problem solver. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. I like the problem solver. You are so good at it. And so that's where you need to be in a career, but not in a career where the problems are horrendous or difficult, you know, where you get to actually use a lot of creative resources um, and and get these things done in a way where everybody's happy. And so what I'm seeing is that when you're doing this problem solving, you're you're not going to work for a company that's having major problems. I do see you working for a large firm, by the way, a large company. I see a big building, many floors. And and so maybe you would move into some executive position or some sort of, um, you know, administrative position, maybe even in HR. I'm not really sure if it would be HR or not. But the problems are going to be simple. So this, this would be a company that maybe works for the environment, but does something positive in the world. And, and you come on as their creative... Mm, uh, assistant, if you will, who um, solves problems in a creative, positive way and also gets to utilize resources, large amounts of resources. So okay. have you have you been looking at other companies? I'm just starting to, to look at different things. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned the problem solving because I love working with other people. And, and part of a job that I had in the past was just doing that. And I loved it because I, I love to make people happy. Yeah. And, and I, I did see the one in the past. I thought it was more recent. I didn't know it was that long ago. But the problems were also uncomfortable problems. And what I'm seeing are fun problems. I know that sounds weird, but there's probably different degrees of seriousness of corporate problems. And so yours would be more fun, exciting for you. Like every day you would just go to work and go, oh, this is so easy. And, and like what you said, make everybody happy, save, uh-huh. the, save the company some bucks, if you will, and even help other people maybe move into different jobs within the corporation or um, help them get educated to move out of the corporation. So I, in a way, I am seeing HR, but I also see this other place where all these wonderful assets would be available to you, um, uh-huh. where you could utilize them to have more even seminars for the company. Oh, okay. So so here's what I think I'm also seeing, too, is that you could be even a, a coordinator for events within a corporation. That's also something I've been looking at. I think that would be an excellent idea. And so I see two folds, you know, because there's not events every single day unless it's a major, a huge company, which is very possible. So being this creative person who, you know, solves the problems and then has these resources for events for the corporation, because you, you're great at both of them. Okay. How soon do you see this happening in my soon. life? Soon. Soon, okay. Yeah. I'm like within 60 days. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so you just need to start pounding the pavement. 
Okay. And look for those companies that are doing really well financially that are kind of on the cutting edge of thought because okay. they have resources that they, you know, it's kind of like when I go see my accountant, they're like, okay, well, I hope that you spend this amount of money next year. <laughs> you know? And so, you know, companies have just allocated, you know, d- did their taxes and they're allocating their resources for, you know, 2008 and nine. Um, and, and so start looking in those companies, start hitting the pavement. Great. Thank you so much, Marie. You're welcome. And keep me posted. I will. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All righty. So why don't we continue on with our phone lines? Okay. We've got Dodge on the line from Seattle. Hi, Dodge. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. What can Nervous. I, nervous? Oh, <laughs> is this your first time on the air? Yes. Oh, well, thank you for calling in. I appreciate that. Um, what can I do for you? Well, I have a question about um, how will I know what I'm meant to do or be if I'm good at a lot of things and I just keep sort of bouncing from one thing to another and not um, really kind of coming right. up with a, a life plan. Right. Unlike Marilee, who had this great... Yeah. <laughs> it's only been seven years. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, she had another profession for a really long time, and you know, it was so funny. I'm, I'm talking about her, and she's sitting in the room looking at me like, uh-oh, we're what are you... To, we're supposed to talk after you're done with this. <laughs> <laughs> is that... Um, is that she had a job, and for years she used to tell me how good it was. And, yeah. and I don't think that she got really close to her destiny until she started to say the truth, how much she didn't like it, uh-huh. how hard it was, how right. hard she worked, right. and, and the type of people that she act, actually worked with. But prior to that, she kind of gave me this, well, her version of her belief at that time. Right. You know? If you say it, you'll believe it. Right. Mm-hmm. And as, as it turns out, she didn't like it at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's shaking her head yes, by the way, in the booth. Yeah. Um, here's one thing that um, I think will be important for you to do is to appreciate the fact that you are so talented at so many different things. You, there is a pattern that you're running up against. I think that you're scared oh, yeah. to find something that's going to sing to your heart. I, I think you're kind of terrified, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's a very empowering experience. Uh, you know, I'm a mother of three kids, and, and I love my children very much, but I never thought I would have a career that I could... Maybe it's not in the same way that I love my kids, but it fills me up in such a profound way, you know, that I feel like, wow, good. I have more than just my children in my life, yeah. you know. And so that's how overwhelming it is and and how incredibly fantastic it is. Here's what I want you to do because you're very close. I, I believe it's going to happen this year, maybe within the next six months. And, and when I get six months, it could even be by June, because it could be that it was the first six months of the year, not necessarily the next six months. So, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to spend 15 minutes every day doing something that just blisses you out. And I don't care if it's sitting on the front porch drinking a cup of tea every morning listening to birds. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. But mm-hmm. for 15 minutes, I want you to be blissed out. And, and that's what's going to – you're going to be in the vibration long enough. Because see, what happens is you vibrate in it for like 30 seconds. And then your mind comes up and tells you, no, you're wrong, or you can't do it, or blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then you disconnect from the positive field of intention. Mm -hmm. So 15 minutes on the porch, or whatever. Mm -hmm. I I don't care what it is. If you want to rake leaves, if there's any leaves on the ground, um, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm outdoors when I'm speaking to you, so I'm Mm -hmm. assuming you like being outside. Mm -hmm. Okay. One of my friends, how she figured out her destiny, is that she sat in her rose garden every day for 15 minutes. It took her about four to six weeks before she figured out what her destiny was. But the deal is that the destiny, your destiny will bring you joy. So when you are engaged in joy, and it doesn't have to be your destiny, but you're engaged in joy, and you have the intention of discovering it, you pull that to you. Uh, Ah, 
Okay, so that's it's so close. It's it's like on the on the tip of your tongue, and I think that you have already touched on it in some degree. And and don't be surprised. Marilee touched on hers too, but she didn't really uh, completely pay attention to it. Um, so I think you've actually touched on it. it. It won't be something so foreign like mine, you know, that came crashing on my head, and I go, "What? I'm a woo lady? Are you kidding?" Um, you've already touched on it, and so that's why I probably can't quite see it, even though it's so close. So just be in the joy for 15 minutes okay. ev- every day. Okay. Okay. Great. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye bye. So why don't we go ahead and go back to the phones? Okay, we've got Nancy on the line from Newcastle. Hi, Nancy. Hi. Hi, how are you? Very good. Thanks for taking my call, Marie. You're welcome. Do I know you? No. Yeah, but you know what's so funny is that I feel like I know you. I feel like I'm I'm about to talk to a really good friend. It's like I want to laugh inside and giggle, but we've never met, right? No, no, Ah. though though you have, um, you do know a couple of friends of mine. I do. Maybe there's some connection there. Oh, maybe so. Maybe so. What can I do for you? Well, I'm just wondering um, what it is that I need to know that will help me get out of my way so my business can escalate at a a more rapid rate. What's your business? Uh, Life Coach. Ah, Life Coaching. Um, Do you consider yourself very funny? Funny? Yeah. Um, no. Okay. That, this is what you need to do. You need to, need to start adding that in, ingredient. Because I think you are actually funny, but you just don't realize you're funny. Okay. Yeah. And so I think you get really serious when it comes to your life coaching. You take it way too seriously. Mm. And, and I think you have to bring it down like five notches and be funny. Even if you need to start reading joke books or watch okay. comedians um, on television uh-huh. You know, um, I don't think I'm a very funny person myself, but when I teach classes, people laugh numerous times throughout the classes. So I, I know that I can be funny, and I think people appreciate humor. Uh, and okay. so that's what you're going to have to do is bring the humor in. Okay. Um, because what happens is that you get, you're get you very focused. You get so focused and kind of pulled in because you're working so hard to help someone. Yeah. And one thing you, I'm sure you already know this, but to remember is that everybody heals themselves. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so. Good all, reminder. Yeah. All you have to do is, you know, help them put their foot on the gas. That's your job. Right. 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 You know, because these people who are coming to see you are actually doing really well in many areas of their life. And, and so you're helping them in particular areas of their life, but their whole life isn't a mess. You know, they're not crumbling right. on the sides of the street. And so you just have to help them push on the gas and then laugh with them about it so that they can be encouraged and feel um, inspired to turn okay. the corner a little bit more sharply. Okay. Do you think you can do that? I can do that. Okay. So I think I can do that. maybe go to Giggles or whatever the comedy club <laughs> is around here. Yeah, and start okay. to be around funny people so that you can get that energy kind of built up inside of you and be less serious. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Th- say hi to your friends for me. I will. Okay. Bye. All right. So there are many ways to connect to, you know, your destiny or your life path or the positive field of intention. And um, we're going to go ahead and go to break here. And so why don't we hand out the phone number because we have lines open. So people want to call and ask questions about their destiny or their career or their life path. Certainly. Give us a call at 1-877-825-8828. That number one more time, 877-825-8828. Or you can give us a call locally at 425-373-5527. And we'll be right back with the Marie Manucherry Show.
On Saturday, April 26th, Marie will be teaching a new class called Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life. Your beliefs live deep inside of you. They are a manifestation of your personal experiences and the perceptions you form from these experiences. Come discover with Marie what those beliefs are and how you can change them to bring the incredible success in every area of your life. Learn how to become a Reiki master in Seattle, July 25th, 26th, and 27th, or in Portland, Oregon, November 7th, 8th, and 9th. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You'll learn how to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants while Marie uses her symbolic sight to provide individual feedback. You'll learn detailed information about the chakra system. You'll receive attunements with guided meditation and allow you to practice Reiki at the master level. Reiki is still Marie's favorite modality. This is truly a transformative weekend with healing and guided meditation. So call 425-825-5671 for more information or check out Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. Three ways to listen on the AM dial at 1150, on the FM HD dial at 98.9 HD3, or online at 1150kknw.com. One great station. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. And tonight we're talking about the fifth layer of the field, which is called the divine plan. It's all about your destiny. Everyone has a destiny. Everyone, everyone has multiple gifts and talents. And what I have found after discovering my own, which is being an intuitive and an energy healer and a medium and all this interesting new age woo-woo stuff, which is something I absolutely did not want to be in my life. Um, I certainly turned my head away from it and walked away from it. I had my very first astrology reading when I was 38 years old and also at the same time my first tarot reading. And both of those readings helped me to move in the direction that I'm in today. Um, so for some people, it's it's going to you know not at all be what you expected or anticipated. For other people, you've been dipping your toes in it for a while. Um, the majority of people are, in, unless they're perhaps doing a lot of inner work, they're clearly not close to or connected to their life destiny. But other people are tiptoeing in it, actually, um, um, but for whatever reason, haven't really allowed themselves to fully step into it. So why don't we go ahead and conti- continue taking calls, because we got callers on the line. Okay, we've got uh, Roberta on the line from Redmond. Hi, Roberta. Hi. H- how are you? Fine, how are you? I am good. What can I do for you? Well, I, I have too many questions to ask, so I really just <laughs> am open to whatever you can tell me. Okay. Well, thank you. I That's actually one of my favorite things to do, actually. Um, so thank you very much. Um, so I'm just going to start in your body, and then I'll move on up. How does that sound? Sounds yeah. good. And if, yeah. if my phone gives out, um, maybe you can just keep talking, and I can hear okay. it on the radio, because I don't know how long my battery's going to okay. last. Okay. Great, great. Okay. Um, thanks. Well, you're welcome. And um, when I look at your body, I'm actually in your glutes. So sorry about that. I'm in your seat muscles. And and so what that tells me right away is that um, individuals, when I'm in that part of their body quickly, it means that they have a hard time letting go of the past. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that's going to help you move because what your mind is telling me is that you feel like you're stuck. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So 
energetically, that would be true as well. And, and in my opinion, it's because you're focusing on the past. And the best way I know how to let go of the past is to actually think of all the great things about you. And, you know, in order to succeed in many areas of our life, we have to give ourselves pep talks. I mean, I'm sure that when Donald Trump gets up in the morning, he doesn't go, oh, my gosh, we're going to be so lucky if we make $1,000 today. You know, I'm sure he's like, woohoo, we're going to make a billion this year. You know, I'm sure he's speaking positively, running high energy, and, and that's why he's able to do all the interesting things that he's able to do. And so the rest of us have to do the same thing. We have uh-huh. to be the positive pep talk person for ourselves because either our parents aren't around to do it anymore or they never did it in the first place. And so right. we have to do it for ourselves. So what you're going to do is sit down. And think about all the amazing things about you. And I think you're going to have to ask a friend to help you because I think that you tend to be hard and critical on yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're going to elicit a friend who knows you and adores you, who's going to remind you about all the great things about you. And then when you feel empowered, because that's the true essence of empowerment is to like who you are and appreciate who you are. When you feel empowered, then I would love for you to recall a situation that you have not been able to let go of. Um, maybe not one that's really heavy, but, you know, maybe a medium situation, not one that's just going to, like, break your heart, but, you know, a kind of a medium right. experience. And in an empowered position, I want you to ask yourself, how did this situation help me to grow? And in, in, in that empowered position, you will be able to receive a new perception, one that will set you free so that we can get the stagnant energy out of your glutes and that you won't feel stuck and feel like you have the energy to move forward. Okay. Okay. Do, do you think that'll help? Um, I think so. I'm trying to, you know, put together who I could get to help me and, and, and then, you know, picking one particular thing that, that I keep remembering and that type of thing. So, you know. Right. Because this is really an energy thing. This is what's happening. People who are able to create success and real success to me is, is when we were successful in our health and, and the love in our life and the resources that we create, having the career that makes us very happy. To me, that is the true, um, in, in, you know, true aspect of success. And so, uh-huh. so many of us are working on several er- of those areas in our lives. And so it's really important to stay positive, to believe in ourselves, because that's what creates the success. That's what brings it to us, is when we believe that we're valuable and worthy and deserving of exactly what we want. And when we're putting ourselves down or saying, you know, negative things to ourselves, it makes it very difficult to connect to those things that we truly want to pull into our life. Right. Okay. 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 And and you're going to notice things um, shifting in the next um, 60 days. Okay. Really. And, and every time something happens, even if it seems a little small in the beginning, appreciate it like heck. Have a lot of gratitude for it because that will build on a momentum to the next thing and the next thing. And then it will get bigger and bigger and bigger. Okay. Okay. Great. All right. Thank you so All much. All right. Thank you right. very much. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. So why don't we go ahead, Tom, and go to the next caller. Okay. We've got Renee on the line from Seattle. Hi, Renee. Hi. How are you? I'm great. Um, Good. I left a job in sales, which I was totally thank ready you. for. Thank and you so much I'm, for doing that. Yeah. <laughs> It was sort of one of these things that I walked into, and I thought, well, I'll be here for a little while, and I stayed too long. Yeah. <laughs> but um, 
and I've had some time off now, and I'm like Good. an earlier caller that I have a lot of interest, and mm-hmm. I'm wondering if you see anything. Yeah, I actually do, which, yeah. of course, I'm so thrilled when, when I get to see something like that. Um, here's one of the things, and nothing against sales and nothing against any form of job or employment we have. I'm so grateful that we get medical insurance and money to pay our bills, um, but, and, and obviously you have a beautiful voice, so I'm sure you did great in sales, but it didn't make you happy. No. You know, it was like, great, now I have to go do that today, you know? Yeah. And I'm not sure exactly what you were even, you know, selling, but I'm not sure if it even made you happy, whatever you were selling on top of that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um. So are you pretty woo-woo? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what you should be doing. <laughs> How do you make a living doing that? I do. I know. <laughs> okay. So, so you know, when people, because people say that to me, like uh, in my neighborhood and, you know, when I became single and then here I'm becoming this woo-woo lady, my neighbors would be scratching their head like, well, how are you going to pay the mortgage? You know, how are yeah. you going to make things work? And, and I believe that when you do things that you love and you enjoy what you're doing and you also learn how to think positively about money and creating it and pulling it in, then you will. And you already know how to think positively. I mean, you also created this time period to be out of work and have the resources yeah. for you, right? So yeah. yay, that's a congratulatory experience. Yeah. So imagine if you put the positive energy in that you can create an income doing what you love, which to me is a spiritual realm for you, then you will. You've uh, cre- you've created so many things. Do you have children? Uh no. Hmm. I don't. Do you have um like nieces or nephews? Or, oh yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you've helped them even manifesting in their life. I thought they were your, your children, but apparently yeah. they're your nieces and nephews. And yeah. you've helped them and you've helped them to be successful and they are so grateful to you for it. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. And so now you can apply this to any area of your life. So pick the the woo woo and I know that's a weird wor- word, but pick, yeah. pick the spirituality, you know, area that most um, touches you. Pay attention to what you love. That's really the key and the answer to creating and dis- and um, finding out your destiny. So follow what you love, find it, and go ahead and, and get going on it. I like that. Yay! I, I saw a license plate in the last couple of weeks three times. It says six cents on it. Okay, there thought, you go. <laughs> thought for the third time today. I said, are you trying to tell me something? Right. <laughs> I think that our souls are guiding us all the time. Many people have very deep longings for for things that they feel that they're either not qualified for or smart enough or um, or have the you know the energy to actually do it. But I think that that's a sign. I think that when your soul is longing for something, it's trying to point you in a direction that is completely connected to who you are. Well, that just sounds great. Yay. So you got validated twice now, the sixth yeah. sense and, and me on the radio telling you publicly to go ahead and forge in this realm. Well, thank you. You're welcome. And thank you. Good luck with everything. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. So why don't we continue on, Tom, with the phone calls? Okay. Next up, we've got Emily on the line from Seattle. Hi, Emily. Hi, Marie. How are you? Fine. Good. Do I know you? You do. Okay, because you, when you um, were saying hi, it sounded like you knew me. <laughs> oh, I, I was at your class and was there beforehand. Oh, hi. so last night you were at yeah. the class? Oh, thank you for coming. Oh, you're welcome. I so appreciate it. Thank you. I had so much fun last it night. Was great. Great. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So what can I do for you? I want to know how to fall asleep. How long have you been having problems sleeping? I've never really been able to Ooh. fall asleep. Oh. And I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm exercising. I gave up. Uh, coffee and, and alcohol everything. and sugar, and um, mm-hmm. and I've been on drugs, and now I'm getting off them, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty much off, but my mind wakes up at night. So how many hours a night do you sleep? I don't take drugs all, you know, maybe 
five. Five hours. Okay. Yep. All right. And, and and after that five hour time period, do you feel rested or are you no, you're I'm tired? Exhausted. Okay. It's mostly worrying about not falling asleep. Right. Because that's what I'm. You know, I didn't know exactly what you were worrying about, but to me, that's what stops you from sleeping, stops you from resting. I think you worry a lot about many things, perhaps not just sleeping. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. So so here's what I would love for you to start doing um, as you're laying in bed, because you tend to fall asleep, right? But then you just don't stay asleep. Is that correct? Uh, no, I have trouble falling asleep. Okay. So it's both. You, yeah. You, you don't fall asleep and you don't stay. If I stay. do fall asleep, I often wake up. Okay. All right. So, but, but eventually you must if you're going to get those five hours in. Right? Yeah. It's just maybe much later yeah. in the night. Okay. Yeah. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to say out loud, only those, and I think I repeated this last night, and not about sleep, but something else in the class, only those who are here for my highest good may remain in my energy field. And I want you to say that out loud several times bef- as you're lying in bed waiting for rest to envelop you, (laughs) Um, because you worry so much about so many things that you're pulling people into your aura, into your energy field. And then it's almost like, how could you fall asleep? Because the room's full, Mm. right? And and so it's, and then of course you do have the worry of not being able to get to sleep, Mm -hmm. right? And so when you start to worry about anything, your job will be to stop your mind and think of something unrelated that allows you to feel happy. And many people have heard me um, say this, this certain type of technique and I'm sure they might be tired with with it but it absolutely positively works 17 seconds of happy feeling so you're going to think about something that makes you feel happy and then feel happy for 17 seconds 17 seconds of happy feeling erase thousands of hours of negative thinking and so then you're, you're going to get your biorhythm to shift from worrying to rest or calm or peace why 17, not 18? I, I, don't, I have no idea. But if you go to 18 or 20 or 21, all the better. Okay. It, it doesn't have, it, you don't have to stop at 17, but you have to at least get to 17. Okay. Yeah. Good question. And well, I wish, you know, within a week or two, you know, if you notice some changes or not, could you let me know? I will. Whether you email me through the website or call the radio, because I would like to know how you're doing regarding your sleep. Thank you very much. You're welcome and good luck. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. And why don't we go ahead, Tom, and go back to the phones? Okay, we've got... My mic's really low there, sorry. <laughs> uh, we've got Kay on the line from Everett. Hi, Kay. Hi. What can I do for you? Oh, um, I... Well, I'll just get to the point. I met okay. a guy. Yeah. And um, we had a wonderful time. He gave me his business card. Yeah. Flipped it to me at work. Yeah. With his phone number. We arranged, finally, to get together for coffee. Mm-hmm. Had a wonderful time. Mm-hmm. Sounded like there might be the possibility of doing something soon again in the future. Right. But this has been three weeks, and he hasn't called. And did you give him, he already had your contact information. He had already talked to you once. Because I keep seeing a book in my head, and and I I mean no disrespect by saying this, but the book is called He's Just Not That Into You. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, and and I'm really sorry about that. I would have, I, I, of course, we would all appreciate that when he's sitting across from you having coffee. That when the time comes, hey, you know, how was it for you? We'd say, eh, you know, I don't know. I'm going to keep looking. You know, <laughs> that, you know, as women, we re- actually really appreciate that. But after reading that book years ago, um, which then I gave to my teenagers, and they said they already knew all of that, <laughs> mm-hmm. is that. Um, 
is that, you know, some men are afraid to hurt women's feelings, mm-hmm. you know, and we actually just prefer to know the truth so right. that we can move on and and maybe potentially date someone else rather than waiting for the phone to ring, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, you know, if you want to call them and tell them that, you could. <laughs> <laughs> could say, hey, buddy. Next time, could you please just tell the young woman sitting across from you that you're just not that into her because she'll really appreciate that. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. But your guy is coming, so you don't have to worry. Have you been feeling really frustrated lately? Yeah. yeah? Here's here's what I know about frustration, and I, I read this out of a book. It was one of Anthony Robbins' books. Frustration means that you are on the right track. Yeah. Don't you think that's a good thing? Yeah. Okay. So it's, yeah. And even when you say, yeah, I can feel the frustration about it. Yeah. So it means you're on the right track and you just need to be a little bit more creative. Mm. Okay. So just a little bit more creative. That means maybe finding new places to meet new people or um, when someone says they want to hook you up on a blind date, maybe say yes, you know, Um, but just be a little bit more creative, but you're on the right track and frustration means that. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for calling in. Thanks, Marie. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye bye. So, yeah, I remember that book. He's just not that into you. Did you read that one, Tom? No. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say that I have. Yeah. Um, it was actually a really great book. Did you read it, Marilee? <laughs> Takes her a while. To, she forgets that <laughs> the mic's on in there. Yeah, I read it. I thought it was wonderful. I gave it to every woman I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I know. I gave it to my daughters, but they said, um, yeah, we already know all this. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> it's, I love the story, the one where he drops his cell phone in the lake, and so he couldn't call her for three days. <laughs> it's like, right. Right. And I, I love when um, the author was talking about, because uh, he was you know, interviewed on Oprah and, and things of that nature, and I think there's another book that's come out since then. But he, when he says, when a guy says, I'm sorry, I've just been working really hard, you know, and he said that when men really like a woman they'll cut out of work (laughs) (laughs) you know they'll take a lunch an extra lunch hour break you know they may call in sick that you know that attraction really is important to them as well and you know they are hunters you know and so they (laughs) they'll want to be on the hunt so if they're not hunting you mm, probably not that into you that's exactly right that's a wonderful book it's a great book Mm -hmm. women like to make excuses i think for men a lot well i think it's the way that we were also raised Mm -hmm. you know and again tom feels a little left out of the conversation (laughs) But it, it is, I think, a w- the the way we were raised is 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 to do that. Is to men work really hard, and we you know we're supposed to compromise and take good care of them. Um, but now, as we become more you know independent in our thinking, and we're also working just as hard, we still need <laughs> to be taken care of from time to time. Okay, now, right? all right. Maybe if it's just like when we're sick and we need some chicken soup. Or some chicken like soup. That. Okay, <laughs> all right. I, I will definitely keep that in mind. <laughs> it's good to have a male perspective. It, it? It's always good to have a male perspective. I agree with that. I absolutely agree. So I believe our caller is going to meet someone soon. I believe that she's very close to that, which is always exciting and fascinating. And and this is something that Marilee and many of my friends, of course, we talk about and help our friends and, and of course, people that we know and mm-hmm. in our work and in our private life as well. So it's, it's a fun and interesting um, concept. And a great journey, isn't it? it we it, never stop learning. <laughs> absolutely. And then even when you do enter a partnership, you're still learning. Uh-huh. Learning to communicate, learning to be loving, and learning to let someone love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And something that we tend to be afraid of. 
That last part's really important. Letting people love mm-hmm. you? Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It's very important. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've had we've been talking about destiny and a little bit of love tonight. And so we're talking about the fifth layer of the field. And if people want to engage in connecting to their destiny, it's going to be very important that they speak their truth. They say how they feel. And how you feel does not come from your brain. It doesn't come from above the neck. It comes from deep within the lower abdomen. So when people are being asked a question or giving their opinions or their advice, they need to sit in that lower half of their body and feel their emotions for themselves and then express themselves. One of my favorite exercises that helps clear out the throat chakra, and the throat chakra is the highest personal power chakra in the physical body. And when you discover your destiny, it is incredibly empowering. Like, Tom, you've known for years what you've wanted to do with your life. Oh, yeah. Probably since you were a kid, even. Yeah, actually, yeah. teenage years. Isn't that lo- lucky? You're just so, so lucky. Yeah, but, I mean, that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't mean it's easy either way. Well, I mean, it's still getting there is the issue, but, you know. But finding it out and then learning how to think positively about money yeah. and a career and, you know, ha- having success is a whole other piece of a destiny or even a relationship, you know, yeah. learning to think positively about relationships. Well, knowing what you want to do is... Huge. Is a, is a huge thing. There right. are some people that don't figure that out for a very long time. Or ever. Yeah. Or ever, right. Yeah. And so it's very self-empowering. So the exercise that works well to clear out the throat chakra is that you make up a language that has harsh or guttural sounds, and you speak out loud for one minute towards a blank wall or door in gibberish, but it has guttural tones to it. And that will clear out any stagnation or untruths that you've been holding in this part of your body that needs to be saturated mm. with truth. And when you speak truth, you align yourself to the fifth layer of the field. And then the fifth layer of the field is where the destiny is. And so then you keep feeding the destiny. And actually, Marilee, I think that's interesting because when I was speaking to one of the callers on online, I was talking about how much you used to say how much you liked your old job. It's really interesting. And I really believed that I did. It was yeah. an exciting traveling kind of thing. And I made a lot of money. But it's really, an, uh, yeah, I didn't at all. Not, yeah. not, I, right. I can only think of maybe first class in an airplane and a limousine was fun. But other than that, nothing else. <laughs> nothing else was, right? And yeah. that can get tiring, too, being oh. on airplanes mm-hmm. and sleeping in a different bed mm-hmm. on a regular basis, you know, and waiting for a driver to pick you up, you mm-hmm. know. And, and so when you finally, which probably was just maybe the last year, year and a half, that you finally went, God, no, I didn't like that job. And I didn't like anybody I worked with either, huh? I couldn't stand that. (laughs) Right, right. So you began to speak your truth, which allowed you to be empowered Mm -hmm. in your fifth chakra, which incidentally has led you, of course, to your wonderful destiny, Mm -hmm. which is fantastic. Yeah, it's really wonderful. Well, I think, you know, when we're doing something that we're really not, that that doesn't resonate with us and Mm -hmm. we think we have to, then we make up. Our feel. stories. Yeah, we make up our stories. So then it's a, it's a big thing to go through all your right. belief systems and realize right. that it's all just was like built on sand. Right. And Absolutely. Well, thank you, everyone. I've had an absolutely wonderful evening tonight talking about the destiny and the fifth layer of the field and, and answering people's questions. Next week, we are um, grateful to have Astrid, Dr. Astrid Pajari. She will be in the studio. She's an allopathic physician with many... Um, Uh, experiences in holistic medicine and actually a degree, I believe, in homeopathy or some sort of um, herbal type of connection or holistic medicine. So she's going to be in the studio. She will be answering questions. She does have an article or a a column, I should say, in the Seattle Times. So we're very lucky to have her in the studio. She lives here locally in Seattle, and she is part of the Pajari Healing Center. So um, I'm looking forward to having her as a guest on the show, and I hope that you'll listen next Thursday night at 7. 
And I have an upcoming class on Saturday, um, next week, the 26th, and that class is called Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life. So if you're working on a relationship or a career or creating more resources in in your life, you might want to consider taking this class. It will be at the Residence in Marriott in downtown Seattle, and you can call the office uh, at 425-825-5671 or visit on the web, energyintuitive.com, and get more information about that class or any other class. So thank you very much. Thank you, Marilee, also for um, toning in tonight and giving us some of your um, insights about your own destiny. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, everyone, and have a wonderful, wonderful evening. expressed on the preceding program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW Seattle, and KWJZ 98.9 FM, Digital HD3 Seattle.